Welcome to Imperfect Action with Brock Edwards. And as you know, this is the podcast where we're looking for ways, ideas, inspiration, information to help us get out of our own ways, to take that next step, to take that first step in whatever it is we're trying to accomplish. Generally, we, we approach it from a business perspective, but uh, really try to hit it from all different angles and all different topics. And I think there's so much that we can learn and take from things that we normally wouldn't learn or think we could learn and take things from. And so if you've been listening recently, you know that uh, guests have really been focused around meaning, purpose, impact, um, happiness. And, uh, and of course, we have some, some real practical things thrown in there as well around communication. But this idea of meaning, purpose, impact, happiness uh, has, has kind of been woven throughout. In fact, as I look back through all the episodes, it's been there on some level. And a lot of the guests have given a lot of thought to that in their own lives and how they're helping others approach it. And I want to ask you today, I want to ask you about making decisions. How do you make decisions? And, and this comes up because, well, really three things kind of hit me in the past couple of days. And... Uh, they've just kind of been going around in the back of my head. And as you know, the, these weekend episodes are often just kind of me thinking through what others have pro provoked me to think through. And, and so I came across this quote from Stephen Covey, and it says, I am not a product of my circumstances. I am a product of my decisions. And I love that quote. And it, it stopped me. It's something that, that I believe that no matter where I am, no matter where I started from, me moving forward is the result of the decisions that I'm making. And so it surprised me when that quote stopped me in my tracks, in my reading, and made me really think about the impact of my decisions and the idea that if I'm not where I want to be, or at least if I'm not headed towards where I want to be, I'm probably not making the right decisions for, for me and for my life. And I, I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes behind that. And so, but it really did make me think, okay, so if I'm a product of my decisions, what decisions do I need to be making right now today to create the future that I'm wanting to create? And then I spoke with a guest, uh, Tuomas Ranakari. He will be uh, actually it's on the next episode. Very, very excited to have him on. It was, I knew it'd be a great conversation and it was even better than I could have ever imagined. Um, probably one of my very favorite conversations. And I've had a lot of conversations that I really enjoyed. So anyway, one of the things that he talked about was a lot creating alignment in our lives with the things that inspire us. And I'm going to deviate here. And this isn't exactly what he said, but is my interpretation of it. And, and my interpretation is, as I was kind of thinking through it, but really thinking about consciously finding the things in our lives that create alignment. And that goes to decision. What decisions are we making? Will it result in alignment with things that inspire us? And when I think about inspiration, I think, you know, there's some things about mindfulness. Am I doing things that allow me the mental space and clarity uh, to, to find that inspiration? But also, am I thinking about things? Am I approaching things in a way that, that inspires me? It is the work I'm doing, and, and here we get back to meaning and impact, I, is that in alignment with things that inspire me? Is my environment in alignment? What choices, what decision, decision, I 
can't even say it right now. Decisions. There we go. What decisions could I make about my environment and, you know, just the, the space around me? Um, paintings on the walls, art, furniture, uh, my, my house space, my office space. You know, what, what could I do differently that would bring it more into alignment with inspiration? Not just a place to be for a few hours during the day, but a place that would inspire me, a place that I would really look forward to being at. And we could also apply that even to relationships. Are my relationships helping me bring me into alignment with things that inspire me? Do my relationships inspire me? And he took it a, a little bit further and talked a little bit about making decisions about opportunities based on what would bring joy, right? And this kind of goes back to the happiness at work thing that we, we spoke with uh, Maya Nudicek and Alexander Karouf. Uh, about that happiness at work. But that's a different way to approach it, isn't it? When we think about, would this opportunity bring me joy? And one of the things that Tuomas talks about, and uh, and I actually can't remember uh, that the conversation spanned our recording time. So, you know, we talked about a little bit before, a little bit during, a little bit after. But really the idea that sometimes the best business decisions don't always make sense on a spreadsheet. That the idea of will this decision, will these actions bring me joy? Are they in alignment with things that inspire me? I kind of wonder how, how would business, how would career, how would life be different if that's where the focus was? And, and I, and I don't mean uh, mindful, um, excuse me, Mindless happiness. I, I don't mean sitting around playing the Xbox all day, um, you know, because that makes me happy in the moment. But what what would bring me joy? What opportunities create joy? And what really struck me is the idea that we attract what we're looking for. And, and simply what I mean by that is if we are a grouchy, grumpy, angry person, that repels everyone really but other grouchy, angry people. If we're a joyous person, we attract all kinds of joyous people around us. So if we look for, move that to the opportunities category, and we think, if this opportunity brings me joy, it's probably going to create other opportunities that brings me joy, right? I think, and I'm, I'm kind of still working through this, but, but I love the idea. And so it's, like I say, it's not just mindless, hedonistic pursuit of momentary happiness, but really looking at everything I'm doing, the decisions I'm making and thinking, will this bring me into alignment with inspiration? Will this bring me joy? Will it make me happy to do it? Um, and then the, the last piece that, that's been kicking around is Brian Rose, who is the host of London Real, um, great podcast that I enjoy. In fact, one of the inspirations for me starting this podcast, he talks about making a hundred year decisions. You know, how would you approach your business, your career, your life if you were focused on creating impact that lasted a hundred years? I mean, because typically we're creating, we're focused on, you know, the next week, the next quarter, the next year, maybe, maybe if we're really far thinkers, the next five or 10 years, but think about decisions that would have an impact for a hundred years. You know, what would you do differently? You know, 
I was trying to put 100 years into perspective and, of course, got on Google. And I was wondering, you know, how long is a generation? Well, according to Google, a generation is probably 20 to 30 years. So a 100-year decision would would impact three to five generations. So in my case, and if we keep it conservative and go with three generations, that would be decisions I'm making today, thinking about how would these decisions affect my great-great-grandkids. Now, of course, we, we don't know the future, and it's hard to, to think that far out, and so much can change between then and now, but it does move it to a higher level category, doesn't it? And, and in fact, when thinking about that, even thinking about the, the not even going out 100 years, but in the limited amount of our, our lifetimes, what do we need to do? What decisions do we need to make in order to be around as long as we can, to extend our life as much as we can, in order to have as big of impact as we can. So all this is going through my head. I mean, this was a, a, about a nine, 10 minute, just kind of brain dump uh, on some really big ideas, really big topics. Clearly, I don't have my head around all of them, but I, I want to put them out there because I want to think about them. I want to talk about them. I want to spark conversation. So please respond to imperfectactionpodcast at gmail.com. Respond to Twitter at Brock Edwards put comments on the website. Let me know. What are you thinking about this? How do you make decisions? Does any of this resonate for you? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I'm not saying that any of it's right or wrong. I'm trying to figure out how does this work in my own life? Because one thing I do know is that I want to make better decisions. I want to make decisions that help me create a life of meaning and a life of fulfillment and a life of impact. Thanks for listening to today's show. I am always curious, what information, what inspiration, what ideas did you take from today's show that you are going to put to action in your business, in your side hustle, in your career, in your life? How are you going to use this information, these ideas, this inspiration to help you move forward? Let me know on Twitter, at Brock Edwards. You can, of course, post on the website, brockedwards.com, where where all these episodes are housed. Or you can just email me directly at imperfectactionpodcast at gmail.com. Please let me know. would love to hear how you're putting these ideas into action. And before we wrap up today, I do want to just give a quick shout out to a couple different folks. One of them is Nutrafit. Their CEO, Austin Holsey, was a guest on the show earlier. And they're also a sponsor of the show. Now, Nutrafit creates very high quality protein supplements, amongst other things. And I got to know them actually by being introduced to Austin. And as I learned a little bit about his story, I decided to try them out. You may not be into protein supplements. I am. And I found it to be some of the, the highest quality, best tasting protein supplements out there. there. There's only a couple that come close. Most protein supplements, from my experience, have a very chemical, made-in-a-lab kind of taste to them. And this... This is one of the few that, that actually tastes good. In fact, it tastes good enough that my teenage daughter drinks it and uh, without me asking to, or asking her to or telling her to or saying anything about it, she just kind of glommed onto it and enjoys it. And I think that says a lot about the taste of a protein supplement. And so if you're interested in them, check them out. They say they are a sponsor of the show. Uh, as a listener, you get a discount of 15% on every order. If you go to checkout, just uh, use the code TAKEACTION. That's all one word, and it's all caps. My personal favorite is a double chocolate whey protein, and it is Nutrafit. 
That is Nutrafit with two T's dot net. Got to be kind of specific there. Uh, Nutrafit, two T's dot net. And the other folks I want to give a shout out to is the band Shadow of Wales. So I know you're already familiar with them because they provide the intro and outro music from the song Just a Little. It's one of my favorite songs that they do. And if you're not familiar with a band beyond that, well, their bass player, Jeremy Boyum, was on one of the first episodes of this show. Really great guy. I, he and I struck up a conversation at another band show once that he was out just trying to connect with fans, trying to let people know about his music. Really, really impressed me. And the, the, the whole band, very hardworking. I think their, their ethos really fits this show well. You know, they all have day jobs. The band is a thing that they, they do on the side, and yet they do it really well, and they're pretty relentless in it. In fact, you may have heard their music places. Uh, they've been played in Starbucks. They've been played in Planet Fitness. They've made the top 200 in college radio charts. And so they're one of those bands that's really on the cusp. If you haven't heard them already, you will probably hear of them soon. Uh, but I do encourage you to check them out. You can find them, you know, every place you find music. And it's called the band is called Shadow of Wales. So shout out to those guys. I really appreciate both the, the work that they do and just letting me use their music. And like I say, I think it's a great, great fit for the show. So that's it. Make it a great day. See you next episode. <laughs>